Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Before we start today, a bit of shameless self-promotion because Site Visibility has recently published the ultimate content promotion checklist. It's their most comprehensive guide to date and in it they break down all the content marketing promotion tactics, tricks and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free by going to bit.ly, that's B-I-T, dot ly slash ultimate dash content now today i'm joined by neil patel co-founder at neil patel digital neil how are you good how are you i'm very very well now whereabouts in the world are you i'm based in los angeles california currently it's nice and sunny outside i'm glad you said that because i was going to ask you about the weather uh, but you've already told me i guess it was probably sunny down there does the sun ever go in down there it does you know, we had a period for a few weeks where it was just raining. Really? <laughs> Although that's not that bad for you. You're probably like, it rains two out of every three days, probably. <laughs> yeah, it does rain quite a bit. But it depends which bit of the UK you're in. If you're down sort of near the toe of the boot, it's quite rainy. But we're near the heel of the boot, and it doesn't rain quite as much there. Oh, that's not bad. I used to spend much more time in Seattle. It used to rain two out of every three days. Really? Sounds yeah, like, sounds you like the UK. You're like, oh, it's not raining today. Something's wrong. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the rain podcast, everyone. Um, right, let's start off with uh, tell the listeners uh, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Neil Patel Digital. Yeah, so um, I'm Neil Patel. I'm the co-founder of Neil Patel Digital. It's an ad agency that helps people grow their traffic. And yeah, we've been around for many years we help companies uh just get more traffic rankings help with their paid ads etc all over the web now i want to talk um it's a bit of a smorgasbord this episode because i was looking at your blog and you're a prolific blogger and a couple of things stood out they're not really related but they stood out to me because it's something we haven't talked about on this show for a while and the first one was to do with email and emailer lists. And you were talking about scrubbing your email. Is it time to scrub your email? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so here's the thing. Everyone, email is a great place or a great way to get more traffic, right? Like 
you think about it. Everyone's like, email's dead. Uh, no one's using it anymore. But the reality is if you work in the corporate world, you have an email. Yeah. And uh, w- with this email, you'll, you'll find that we all get bombarded by so many emails that we don't open a lot up. And if you keep sending emails to people that aren't opening them up, can you take a guess what happens? People get very annoyed <laughs> and That's one. bad things start to happen. Going- yeah, and they, and they start going to people's spam boxes. Yeah. They get annoyed, they hit the spam button, and it starts going in their spam box. And the email companies these days are quite sophisticated in which they even do stuff now in which if you keep getting emails, even if you don't click the spam button and you just don't open them, but you open up all the other emails, they'll start pushing them into spam without you even pushing the spam button. I didn't realize that happened, actually. That's quite scary. Yeah, so if you don't clean your list... And you're not continually only emailing the people who want your emails. You'll notice that your deliverability will go down. Because think of it this way. If you send an email to 100 people on Gmail and you keep sending an email to 100 people on Gmail, if you know, 40, 50% don't ever open up your email and it keeps going like that after a month or two, what they'll say is, oh, almost half the people don't want your email. So we should put more of your emails in the spam box so even the people who did want to see your email they're not really going to see it that often and for that reason you got to scrub your list and presumably uh scrubbing the list means going through and sort of trying to deduce which ones i'm guessing aren't being opened and removing them is that is that what scrubbing is effectively yeah, it, it, in essence, it's that. So you just remove the ones that aren't opening or clicking through or engaging. And um, yeah, most email tools have it built in. Some don't. I don't think MailChimp has it, uh, but I think most do other than MailChimp. I could be wrong. Maybe MailChimp has added it recently, but from the last I checked, they don't have it. But almost everyone else does. Now, why is it? Because you mentioned earlier, you mentioned that so the, the email is dead or the email marketing is, is dead. In your opinion, why do you think people say that? Because it's not really true, is it? No, it's not true at all. But because maybe they don't check emails, they think it's dead. I'm like, well, you may not check emails, but a ton of other people do. And the other thing is, you, you mentioned this thing about sort of, I call it auto spamming or auto sort of feeding sort of marking emails as spam. How long has Google been doing that? Because I'm sure that it, it didn't do it in the early days. You had to sort of manually mark it as spam, didn't you? Yeah, it's, it's been years since they've been doing it. But yeah, in the early days, they definitely were not doing it. Now, you also mentioned uh, in another blog post something that I don't think we have ever spoken about on this podcast. We've talked about podcasts on this podcast a few times. But we've never really gone into the sort of analytics of podcasts, which is a, a tricky area. You wrote this blog post, and in it, I think you, you actually mentioned some decent analytics tools, didn't you? What, what were they? Yeah, so I mentioned some decent ones, but my opinion has changed. So I, I, did a, I started talking about podcast analytics, and then I got an email from this gentleman named Rob who – uh, I believe is the founder of Lipson or the CEO or yeah. something like that. And he gave a rebuttal on why uh, Lipson in essence is accurate, why it's probably one of the best analytics. And, you know, 
I, I I agree with him. His data was quite intriguing, and I'm like, oh, cool, you know. Um, so to give you some things that he mentioned to me, they look at uh, rolling 24-hour windows uh, to look at stats. Okay, so they're measuring them on a daily basis, which is fine. Um, and they look at within 24 hours if the same person listens it to two, three times – they only count it as one, if I'm not mistaken. That yeah. way, uh, it, it's more unique. And also, when we compare Libsyn to our iTunes stats, you know, Libsyn's I believe is accurate. I have no way to prove it, but I believe it's way more accurate because my iTunes numbers are too low, and I have enough readers where I'm like, there's no way, you know, I'm barely getting a few thousand listens when I have millions and millions of readers. I'm like, something's off with how iTunes is showing these stats. Yeah. But I do, do think Lipson is quite a bit accurate and they have adjusted their algorithm, their tracking over the years. And yeah, it's been pretty consistent. And I know quite a few other people who also use Lipson and their stats seem pretty reliable. Cause technically um, there's no real way of knowing if somebody has actually listened to an mp3 file is there unless it's sort of embedded in a web page and you're listening to it that way do you think people attach too much um weight to podcast sort of analytics i think they do um you know you do need to make sure it's going up into the right in general but in general, like if it's going up, it's going up. You're good to go. How much more do you need to know? Whether you have a million or you have a few hundred thousand, it doesn't really matter too much other than for ad perspectives. But most people just use Lipson, so you can use that for you know advertisers, assuming you're looking for more and more. Yeah. I love asking this question to our guests because it, it, SEO is such a fast-moving thing. Where do you see... SEO going in the next, I don't know, year, 18 months? Well, if you look at the trend, uh, search engines have been taking up more of the spots with ads, uh, and, and that's fine. It's theirs to do whatever they want to do with. So you'll notice that less traffic is going to go to the organic listings. That's one thing. You will also notice that over time, you know, when you search, you tend to, in many cases, get your answer when you do the search like if you do a search for what's two plus two, you're going to get the answer is four. You're not going to really need to click over to a landing page, right? You're, you got the result right there in Google. Mm. So you're also noticing that search engines are answering more of the questions. And because they're answering more of the questions, uh, people are also getting less traffic. They're also personalizing it because there's things like local. There's things like voice search. People now have multiple devices. And the way I see SEO is it's going to eventually turn into a winner, a winner takes all. Mm. You know, now if you're on the first page, there's what, supposedly 10 listings, the first, the second, the third, they get majority of the clicks. But things like voice search, according to Comscore, are going to take up over 50% of the searches by 2020. So when they're doing a voice search, you know, they're not going to be like, well, the number one result is this and the number two result is that and yeah. the number three result is this other thing. They're more so just going to take you probably to the first listing. So, you know, you're going to have to work harder. The winner is going to get more traffic. The rest, not as much. And they're going to be more enticed to spend money on paid ads. 
and I'm guessing that mobile has had a big impact on this, hasn't it? You know, especially with voice search. Mobile has, yeah, because everyone thinks, oh, voice search. I don't use voice search. I don't have a Google uh, Home or Alexa. Mm. And yeah, people are doing voice searches from that, but they're also doing it from their phone. They're also doing it from their laptops. They're also doing it from their iPads, right? So voice search isn't just happening on the Alexa devices of the world. They're also happening on people's mobile phones. We've talked about a big variety of things today. If you had one uh, top tip or a, a key takeaway for our audience today, Neil, uh, what might it be? The top tip is always keep adapting. And the reason I say that in business and marketing, things continually change. If you listen to advice from others and you take it and that's in you do it for years, you may work for a bit, but it's not going to work forever. You need to keep learning. You need to keep adapting. You need to keep testing because if you don't, you're going to just get run over by other people and they're going to surpass you. Well, Neil, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out more about you and Neil Patel Digital? Yeah, the way they can find out more about me and Neil Patel Digital is they can check out my blog, neilpatel.com, or they can head over to Neil Patel Digital for uh, more information if you people want to work with us. Thanks, Neil. And the show notes will be in the usual place, which is sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. If you want to ask us a question or send us a suggestion, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Remember that we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Neil. Thanks for having me, everyone. And goodbye. Thanks, Neil, and we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.